Good morning to you, my friends. How are you this morning? How was your night? I hope you've had a lovely, lovely night rest. And God bless you. You're welcome to review. It's your host here and your dear friend, Esther. Good morning, gracious God, how we love, thank, and praise you for the breath and the gift of life. Halfway through the week, ready? Thank you for all you've done for us so far. Thank you for everything we've learned already on this series. Oh, thank you because you will help us in making up our minds to serve, to follow you. We've come to hear you speak to us again this morning. Open our hearts and minds. We want to see you for who you really are. Teach us, Father. Speak to us. Most of all, help us to obey. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. You're welcome once more, friends, to review. And to our topic, Decision Time, Part 3. In the bracket, we're do you stand? Decision time, part three. Where do you stand? As we were rounding up yesterday, I mentioned briefly about the in-betweeners, you remember? Or the middle grounders. And I said, is there such thing as just staying in between or the middle ground of I know God, I know he exists, and I respect that. But the commitment thing, Esther, I don't know. I'm just good this way. I'm, I'm just fine. It's okay. I'm a good person, and I know there's someone up there greater than I am, uh, bigger than I am. Uh, you know, I may not know how to pray, but I know there is a God somewhere up there, bigger than who I am. Mm. If you are out there listening to me this morning, let me read to you what Jesus says from the last book of the Bible, Revelation. Whoever you are, please listen and let the voice of Jesus speak to you this morning. As we read from Revelation chapter 3, let's read verses 14 to 16 first. And stop a moment 
Revelation chapter 3, 14 to 16 reads, And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful, true, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works. Pay attention here. That you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. Verse 16, where we shall stop for a moment. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Amen. Let's stop there for a bit. You see, though addressed to the Laodicean church, there is no doubt the book of Revelation is written to and for all Christians especially for the ones living at the end of age, like you and I. It is the end-time book for all Christians. The Laodicean church was obviously and definitely living in a kind of state we can refer to as a serious spiritual condition. What exactly was the problem here? Right. Then you have to come back with me as we read further. Come back with me to Revelation chapter 3 and let's read verses 17 and 18 to get the picture of the diagnosis of their problem. 17 reads... Because you say, I am rich, I've become wealthy, and I've need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Verse 18, where we shall stop for this morning. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garment that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eyes of that you may see. Hmm. Having read that, you go, but God loves to bless his children. It's a good God. Oh, yes, he does. That's true. But having become affluent, these believers were now 
complacent, self-satisfied, and now useless to the kingdom of God. They are chosen wealth and comfort over their spiritual state or health. They were now being influenced by secular culture instead of it being the other way around. They were filled with deceit and hypocrisy. And the worst part of the whole thing was <laughs> they did not or could not see their need for repentance or for a savior. Friends, I'm afraid we have plenty example of this description of those believers at Laodicea in our present day. And it is scary. It scares me. I don't know about you. In fact, today's world is like no other, friends. We have all the time in the world to serve the Lord, yet we claim to have none. We have machines that help in place of human power, and yet we claim to be busy. We are not hot. We're not cold. Just, just lukewarm. Middle ground us. In between us. Mm. But Jesus says, there's no ground for lukewarmness. Didn't you read that? Brothers and sisters, Where do you see yourself? Where do you stand? Are you still on fire for the Lord? Are you still burning with the touch, I mean the fire of heaven within you? It's high time we think about it. Think about it, friends. And join me again tomorrow morning as we continue on the series. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for. Our time is far spent this morning. Please join me again tomorrow as we continue. God bless you. Father God, I pray this morning that you will move in the heart of as many as will listen to this message or to the series on decision time moving the heart of all let there be personal revival let hearts be turned genuinely to you we thank and praise you Abba Father I plead the blood of Jesus on all hearts, listening to the sound of my voice. 
Thank you, gracious God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning, friends. And I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning by God's grace. Until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen. But guess what? It's not too late for you to surrender your life unto the Lord. That's all he wants you to do. And say, Lord, I need you right now. I need your help. And I'm going to give you my life. I'm going to surrender. come to the realization that only Jesus can satisfy your soul. No matter what you've been through, I dare you right now to surrender your life, your soul, your all to Jesus. Whatever you're going through in life, realize that Jesus is the reason why you're alive. Come on, help me say it again, somebody. I give my life, I give my soul, I give my soul, I give you my all, all to Jesus, I give it to you right now.
so good to us when we look back over our lives and see all the blessings that he has bestowed upon us. We can't help but lift our hands and say, God, you know what I've got to do? I've got to do it right now. I've got to give you my life, my soul. Lord, I surrender everything.